Welcome to Let's Set Your Table, the food service and hospitality podcast that brings you the experts, trending news, and product reviews from across the industry. So grab a chair with your hosts and join us as we set your table. In episode four, Nick D and I visit with Java Jacket and its owner and founder, Jay Sorensen. Jay tells us about who Java Jacket is, where they're located, how they got started, and what cool, innovative idea and product they produce domestically for coffee houses, coffee servers, and coffee baristas around the globe. Jay shares the status of paper and paperboard availability, its challenges and issues with the supply chain, production, and keeping up with demand for paper across the Pacific Northwest and Canada. He also shares the importance of using his product for branding or advertising your business or establishment. Jay tells us why branding a sleeve versus the cup is a better play, safer, and most of the time more affordable than a logoing the cup itself. So if you're pouring coffee for your customers and want to make your coffee a marketing tool for your business to sell more coffee, then tune in and join us at the table for this episode and let us help you set your table. Well, welcome back to another episode of Let's Set Your Table. I'm your host, John D., and I am joined today in studio by my colleague and son, Nick. Welcome, Nick. Hey, hey, how are you doing? Good to be here today. Well, great thanks, to have you. Thanks for having me in the studio. Well, I'd like to take a minute and share that today's episode is brought to you by the Hody Group. And uh, as John and I are both uh, manufacturers reps with the Hody Group, we're definitely pleased to uh, have this episode and all of our episodes sponsored by the Hody Group and our Hody Group showroom located in downtown Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we at the Hody Group have been uh, in the business for nearly 40 years, mm -hmm. and we've had the honor and privilege to represent some of the finest lines in food service and hospitality during that time. Uh, for a free consultation, please visit hodegroup.com. That's H-O-D-E group.com. Or to schedule an appointment to visit our showroom, go to hodegroupshowroom.com. Stopping by and joining us at the table today for episode number four is Jay Sorensen, owner and president of Java Jacket. Java Jacket is a manufacturer of classic coffee cup sleeves as well as custom coffee cup sleeves and has been in the business since 1993. Welcome, Jay, to the table. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you having me on. Well, we're glad you're here. So, Jay, tell us and those listening who may not know who Java Jacket is, is and I think the as well as you know coffee, then you probably know Java is a clue. So, who is Java Jacket and what is your specialty and what is it that you do for the food service and culinary industry and operators today? Java Jacket's a sleeve that goes around paper coffee cups to insulate and to protect your hands and basically used as an advertising platform and a branding, a form of branding. Uh, we were established, we've been selling the product since 1993, and we came to the market as in the early 90s. Uh, paper's always been, a, the Pacific Northwest, which is where we're located, has always been kind of a, a forward-thinking uh, area for the environment. So we never really had polystyrene cups here. It was always paper. And I came up with the idea of, of putting a sleeve around the, the cup when I'd go to the local coffee shops and they would either wrap a napkin around it or double cup it or, or something along those, along those lines to uh, protect your hands. So I thought there had to be a better idea and, 
we came up with the Java jacket. So it's an embossed sleeve where the embossing gives it its uh, insulation value. And then uh, the majority of our products today are custom printed in one form or another. And we've had some innovations. We've uh, improved our printing quite a bit. So we can print QR codes on sleeves like that. So you can do, if you want to have like a happy hour special where customers might come back at between three and five for half price off a latte with a muffin or something along those lines, whatever you choose to advertise we can do it if you want to do third-party advertising where you have a coffee shop and a real estate guy down the street wants to put his uh branding on your sleeve we can do that too so um it's it's evolved into a marketing program as much as anything else and it's and that sounds like it yeah and that's really important today um for that marketing message and a lot of operators um, because of the uh, involvement of social media, um, you know, between tagging businesses or restaurants or gas stations or anything like that, they're trying to get that brand out there all the time. So I think that this is just so needed in our industry. And um, you guys certainly produce, um, you know, you're the best and, and you're you guys well, large. We, we try, you know, people can brand their own cups, which I certainly wouldn't discourage it, but the difference is, is that we have two sleeves that basically fit eight through 24 ounce, mm. a smaller sleeve that fits an eight ounce and a standard 10 ounce and a larger sleeve that fits 12, 16, 20, and in some cases, 24 ounce sleeves. So when we, when people are talking about either branding their cups or branding their sleeves, in most cases, if they're going to do with branded cups, they have to buy 25 to 50,000 of each size. And so that's a lot of warehouse space, a lot of financial commitment. Whereas if they go with a, a branded sleeve, then that one sleeve will fit 80% of what they do, 12, 16, 20 ounce. And you only have to have one size. And it's basically a palette of, of mm-hmm. a product. And it, it, it's just easier. And then the last thing you want to do is to brand your cup and then cover it up with a sleeve. So that that's kind of our sales pitch as far as whether you go with a standard cup and a branded sleeve or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jay, you produce your sleeves with paper, obviously, or paperboard or both. Correct. Maybe you can help me under that, uh, understand that. But what is the status of paper? We're hearing horror stories out there, given the supply chain issues. Can you tell us and update us on how hard is it to get paper today? It's been challenging. For us, we make the sleeves out of basically 80% of what we do is out of two forms of paper. One is basically chipboard or liner board, which is, there's more of that out there in the market. The others are white sleeve, which is the same. It's it's made out of SBS board or standard milk carton stock, which is what is used to make paper cups. The SBS board's a little harder to find right now. So therein lies the problem with why people are struggling. Part of the reason why people are struggling to find cups one is, is a lot of the, the foreign cup manufacturers, you know, there's supply chain logistics with getting containers here and then getting the containers unloaded and, and to the d- distribution points, because not only are containers an issue uh, and the cost of the containers, but final distribution point, getting them off the docks and, and getting them distributed, there's trucking issues. So 
that is is you know a pretty big issue. But our liner board, its price has gone up a lot, but we we can access it. We have a little harder time on SBS board. Have, have you been affected through, you know, we the whole pandemic came, you know, this whole process came through and time ticked on and obviously everybody went towards the disposable side because of, you know, the virus and yes. organization. Were you affected at all uh, during this time, Jay? And if you were, how, how bad were you affected? Well, <laughs> we didn't have too much problem getting bored because once the shutdown happened, um, was, was March was at March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the, our business dried up to like 10% or 15% of what it had been. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that went away. Whereas the restaurants adapted and took a to go mentality and therefore all the other disposable business just skyrocketed through that time. Our actual, our business suffered dramatically but it eventually it came back people started opening up the coffee shops again mostly to go and but it was always to go anyway so a lot of it was drive-through driven and that sort of thing but um it's come back pretty darn strong now and what's helped us is is that there was we were fighting imports from asia we're all domestically produced we produce all of our sleeves in North America, whether it be uh, in the United States, we also produce in Canada for Canada sales and some of our U.S. sales. So we don't have any issues getting it in from Asia. And a lot of it was coming in from Asia. And like I said, a lot of the cups were too. And, and that's been a real challenge for people. I'm not sure what to, if people are struggling getting cups, uh, all I can do is say is, you have to have strong relationships with whoever your vendors are. In oh, most yeah. cases, the cup people, it's it's through distribution. So cup manufacturers typically won't sell direct. So all I can say is check your sources, check your your with your reps and make sure you're with a distributor that has, you know, can access that product on a continual basis. Well, I'll tell you, we deal with that every day, don't we, Nick? Yeah, we sure do. It's um, it's something that we are approached, and obviously, as as I shared in the beginning, day to day, we are manufacturers reps, and we do represent Java Jacket as one of our many lines. Um, but I think something that we get approached on often is the cup question, and especially oh, yeah. uh, in 2022, post COVID we have experienced a, uh, a big change in the availability uh, from certain providers. And um, a lot of our operators are approaching our, our, uh, the distribution reps and asking, we don't care what it costs. We want it. Yeah. And, and I believe as operators listening, you know, Java jacket could serve uh, a real need um, to where in this day and age uh, there are limited options for, companies that offer printed cups. So this could be just a a good solution. And we definitely consider that when we talk to operators and saying, have you considered just going with a stock color cup and then wrapping it with uh, a branded sleeve? Um, And I think that 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 moves me to my next question for you, Jay, in that because we deal with this so often, I think what you said is so powerful that uh, your, your sleeves are domestically produced in North America 
and there doesn't have to be uh, extensive uh, overseas freight and logistical dealings. But um, for imports, uh, so you already answered the question that you don't import. Um, but what kind of lead times for an operator um, that was to say a new piece of business that you, um, you know, somebody listening out there that mm. might want to consider this? I mean, uh, what what kind of a process does this take, and, and how involved is it? Well, you know, we I, I won't say we haven't had our supply chain issues. We haven't escaped them totally. That's for sure. We've had problems on the production side. COVID uh, shut down the plant in Canada for a number of weeks because COVID was running through it. So we've had our issues too. We were running prior to the pandemic, for the most part, we would have four week lead time, meaning from the time that you approved your artwork and signed off on it to the time that we would ship it would be about four weeks. Uh, during the peak of the pandemic, we were running close to 16. I'm embarrassed to say but uh, a lot of times we're running close to 16 weeks. Now we're more in the eight to nine week, which I'm still not happy about, but it's getting better. And I think it's gonna continue to get better, uh, barring anything unforeseen. So that's where we're at now. If you want, if, if John or Nick wants a custom printed sleeve with their picture on it and they give us artwork, we would strive to ship it within eight to nine weeks. And, we might uh, get up on that. And, and in today's <laughs> world, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that was the, the thing that we were discussing even prior to this call was, um, day-to-day -day requires managing our, our operators and our customers, um, expectations. And I think Jay, we, you know, Huge. we certainly appreciate you coming on and being transparent because I, I feel that, it's super important to, uh, as operators that we deal with every day, that we can be honest. And, um, those lead times that, as you said, you know, you're not happy about maybe where you're at right now, but, um, you know, not beating around the book yeah. customers. It's really good that you guys are offering, um, you know, that. Well, and what we try to do is, is try to mitigate that a bit. So we've tried to get word out to, we do custom printing for over 1500 different customers. That's great. Uh, in some form or fashion. And we've tried to get the word out to our customers that we don't mind printing your sleeves and, and keeping them on the floor. If this, you know, if we have a relationship with them, we don't mind doing that. And I'd much rather keep them on the floor for six or eight weeks ready to go when you're ready for it. than have you call me and say, gosh, I'm out of sleeves. I need something in three weeks. I don't want to let you down. I want to do everything I can for you. But I'd rather, I've got warehouse space, money's pretty cheap. I'd rather print it and sit on it with the understanding that we have it here. And uh, and that's how we're trying to mitigate some of the supply chain issues is to produce it prior to the need. And uh, so that's what we strive to do. Well, I'll tell you, floor stocking right now uh, and inventory management are a couple of serious issues uh, happening. I mean, we've got manufacturers that want no inventory on their floor. In fact, they, the manufacturers that did have inventory on their floor, they've been wiped out. Would this require, would you like the operator end user to sign a floor stocking agreement with you? Or is that just kind of a, Hey, you do business with us and we'd be happy to provide you some floor stocking space. And well, you know, as we go forward, you know, <laughs> 
we don't really have any hard and fast rules. We do have floor stocking agreements, which we do for major chains, like say AM, PM, where we keep a significant amount of product on the floor. And basically, base is what it says is, is we trust you to take the product, but you have to realize that you can't make an art change until you agree to take what the stock that we have on the floor. So at any given time for like, say, AM, PM, we might have 3,000 cases on the floor. And so that might be six weeks inventory for them. And so we do have an agreement. My accountant and bookkeeping department would shoot me if I don't say that we don't make you sign it. But uh, yeah, we, we, we do have a floor stocking agreement that we typically have any new customer sign. I think that's a huge benefit and, and another great reason to work with Java Jacket. So Jay, for the operator listening, and this is the decision always, go with an insulated cup that I can logo or a logoed sleeve. So why the sleeve? And isn't a sleeve sometimes more dangerous with it possibly slipping while you're drinking hot coffee? Well, no. We do offer glue, hot melt glue to put on the inside so the sleeve won't slip. But beyond that, well, I'll put it to you this way. We sell roughly 800 million to 1.1 billion sleeves a year and have been for the better part of 25 years. Mm -hmm. And we have had in that time, any incidents that have been brought to my attention have far less than a dozen, probably half a dozen to a dozen. And usually it had nothing to do with the fault of the sleeve. And in fact, we've never had any type of lawsuit filed against us for it. So I can see where somebody might say that, but in reality, it's, it, it, it's, it's, there's no truth to it. Now, as far as why you might use an insulated cup versus a paper cup that or just a paper cup with a sleeve, is a decision that an operator is going to have to make. I really, if somebody says they're going to put an insulated cup on everything that goes out the door, then I really don't have an argument against that if they're going to custom print it. But here's the reality. Our best customers put the sleeve on about 60% of the cups that go out the door. A lot of times they don't put them on lattes and cappuccinos because they don't feel it warrants it unless they're putting it out there for advertising purposes. As far as protecting against heat, lattes and cappuccinos really don't need it so much because they're served at 160 degrees versus 190 degrees for drip coffee and Americanos. So now if you're going to use a, an insulated paper cup, you're not going to stock two cups. So you're not going to stock a standard paper cup and an insulated paper cup. And here's the other thing is that the insulated paper cups, a lot of them, the original, and there's some great cups out there, the original really good one was Insular and that was produced domestically. Well, when it was bought, they moved the production overseas. So most of the insulated paper cups do come from overseas and because it's the only way to really make them affordable. And you're gonna be paying like say 16 to 18 cents for an insulated paper cup. With a, a cup and a sleeve, you're probably gonna be somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 or 13 cents. Well, if you're putting that on 60% that goes out the door and just a paper cup on the other 40%, then the, the money it really starts to add up. So if you're willing to put, if somebody says, no, I wanted a branded insulated paper cup, 
and they're willing to spend the money, have at it. And and a lot of people do. So it's surprising, but a lot of uh, upscale C stores do it. And one of the reasons they do it is because they inventory by cups and that's how they do their inventory. And it's just easier to do it that way. So there's a plus or minus to going both ways. So you do have some glue on the inside of that sleeve that when it touches, because, you know, my biggest complaint, I'm, I'm, I'm an Italian boy. I love my coffee, love, love, love my coffee. First thing I grab when I, when I wake up in the morning. Okay. Love my job. But what I don't like is when I go out and buy a cup of coffee, first of all, they fill it all the way to the top. Right. And and it's about boiling at 212 degrees. Mm -hmm. And it's horrible because you can't drink your coffee and it's problematic. But what's nice is with that sleeve, and, and I have purchased a lot of coffee in my time where you go with a single wall cup and sometimes they don't even give you a sleeve. And right. boy, it's hot. Uh, it's nice to know that there's glue because as hot as that coffee is typically, uh, especially on the commercial side of the house, you know that that if there is some glue on the inside and that sticks, that's that's a great feature, Jay. All of our custom prints, well, 95% of our custom prints choose a glue option. The reason we don't is mainly financially. It's a, It costs us about a buck and a half a case to put glue on. And so on the stock print, we typically don't do it. Maybe we should, but when you're selling 600,000 cases of stock print a year, it's a fee that I ha- hadn't felt in the past. I could eat and I didn't re- wasn't really sure whether the market would, w- would accept it. So we're always contemplating whether putting on everything, but every custom print, basically, we put, we put the hot milk glue in. So um, I, I never knew that. Yeah. That's great. First, first time I've heard. So that, that that's another point to handle that objection, you know, because it was hard to find logo cups. It still is very hard. We, how many times we get calls for logo cups? Oh yeah. Weekly. Right. It's so this is great to know. And we caught up with Jay at the right time. This is perfect. Right. And we're, and we appreciate the more knowledgeable we can be Jay. And, and, and as, as your, you know, this show is, is intended for the operator, but also, you know, we're, we're appreciative of learning more about our, uh, our manufacturers lines. Um, so while you were on that point about customization, um, for those listening, is there a a max, uh, color, uh, number that uh, an operator can print on a cup or is there any limit? Leave print on the sleeve. Sorry, forgive me. Thank you. That's (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. No, we do. We can do full color, but it's, it's, I hate to say that a blanket. It's artwork dependent. So there's some artwork that we feel like, you know, you may want this, but we probably can't print it to your satisfaction. But we do do full color. We do one to full color. Uh, most of our sleeves tend to be in the in in the one to two color range. Flood coats and all. Like I say, we print QSR codes on them quite often. Um, that's I thought that was a dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, form of marketing but the pandemic kind of brought it back in strength when you know you go into a restaurant and you use the qr code to pull up a menu now well that's for some for whatever reason that's brought it back into the advertising world so we, we print a lot of those uh and like i say it, it's kind of artwork dependent and we will do our best if you send us artwork 
we have an in-house graphic artist team, so they'll lay it out. And hopefully the graphic artist, if it doesn't go through our sales team, will catch anything that we don't feel will print right. But we, we, we do wonderful color. Awesome. Well, then that's, that's so good to share those details. And I hope that that's a benefit to those listening. Um, and Jay, moving into a new, new question, um, in the industry today, we find that our operators are coming to us and they, they share the story of how important sustainability is, um, and how top of mind it is with not just the operators, but their, their customers, um, yes. consumers, you, yeah. the consumers. Yeah. Do you offer an eco-friendly sleeve? Uh- all our sleeves are 100% compostable. Oh, we cool. offer sleeves that are BPI FSC certified. And in fact, the stock prints that you buy through Restaurant Depot and Cash and Carry are all FSC. Um, but they're all 100% compostable. So there's no coating on the sleeve. Unlike cups, cups should be 100% recyclable. Mm-hmm. They're not 100% compostable because they have a lining on them uh, uh, and and in most cases and ours are 100 compostable so they're recyclable and compostable and that's the main thing is that because a lot of times even if it is recyclable it's not recycled right but in, in our case if it ends up going to the garbage it's going to decompose in the in the whether it be in a landfill or recycling deal within you know 60 days anyway so well, and the big, I think the other benefit here with a company like Java Jacket is you are a USA made manufacturer, which is awesome. Yes, sir. And uh, boy, have we learned through this pandemic how important that is. <laughs> Certainly have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been approached by many manufacturers from overseas over the years, and, I, and I've just steadfastly held that if that's what we have to go to to be financially competitive then we're going to shut the business down because I just feel very strongly that we're going to make it domestically one way or another. And hopefully the, the quality of the product will outshine. Plus not only the quality of the product, the quality of the service that we're able to give by doing that uh, is important to people. Uh, I, I can't agree with you more. And we are so excited to be able to work with you. You know, I, I believe yours and our future is bright. And we know a lot more today about Java Jacket and some things that we didn't know. So, Absolutely. Uh, and we're, it's great to hear that you are in production and you're moving to turn your lead times even to shorter times, which is great. And uh, we just appreciate you being here with us today, Jay. So, We're going to have to leave it right here. That's all the time we have for you today. Those listening, if you'd like to reach out to any of us here at the Hody Group or Java Jacket, please check out our show notes for our contact information attached to this podcast. We also encourage you to send us your feedback, questions, and or topics if you have an interest in or would like to discuss. So also please follow and share the Let's Set Your Table podcast. And if you're so moved, we would be grateful that you leave us a positive review on Google, Spotify, or Apple. And we'll see you next time right here at Let's Set Your Table. Please join us again for another episode of Let's Set Your Table. If you would like more information, samples, or would like to consult with the Hody Group, visit thehodygroup.com. That's H-O-D-E group.com.